Section five of the Rover, Volume One, Number sixteen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The Rover, Volume One, Number sixteen, edited by Seba Smith and Lawrence Labrie. Section five. The wife's first love. Adelheid hearing her husband's approaching footsteps hastened to extinguish the little taper that was burning on the table and adjusting her collarette and coiffure before the mirror unlocked the door of the boudoir and went forth to meet him with an unembarrassed air comment ma belle ermite toujours au boudoir i was looking for you at the tuileries this very fine day truly my incomparable i shall begin to grow jealous of that crimson fauteuil whose arms encircle you so often as de maurier playfully spoke thus he drew his adelheid affectionately toward him but she complained of a slight indisposition averted her face and withdrawing herself from his clasp pointed his attention to some passing object in the street and began to talk of their projected tour to fontainebleau adelheid eichroth was a young and lovely berlinese who at the age of seventeen had been introduced to the count de maurier a frenchman of family and distinction he became deeply enamoured of her beauty and simplicity the offer of his hand was graciously accepted and he brought her in triumph to his hotel in the faubourg st germain where notwithstanding the little dissensions that a difference of national tastes and prejudices is apt to occasion they lived in the very plentitude and perfection of conjugal concord they had been married about a year and a half when the maurier fancied he observed an alteration in his wife's habits and manners it appeared to him that his adored adelheid was becoming less frank and confiding toward him she was reserved distrait there was an air of mystery in her proceedings in fact it was evident that she had some secret with which she was sedulously desirous he should remain unacquainted he was constantly in the habit of finding scraps of paper scattered about the floor for the appearance of which she accounted in various unsatisfactory ways he more than once surprised her in whispered conference with old karl a german domestic who having lived in her father's service since the period of adelheid's infancy had on the event of her marriage requested to be allowed to accompany his young mistress to paris on his approach they would suddenly separate and as it seemed to him in something of confusion he had also on one occasion been exceedingly perplexed and mortified by overhearing two ladies in society after extolling the undeniable beauty and grace and affability of madame de maurier make an exception to her prejudice the particulars did not reach his ear which was immediately followed by an exclamation of mon dieu ce n'est pas possible une bête un monstre affreuse dégoûtant he was not quite sure that the epithets were applied to his wife but he more than suspected they were it was not long after that on entering her apartment unexpectedly he saw her rush toward the open window and dash something to the ground bah bah adelaide why surely i have entered Ubijon's fabrique in mistake for my own hotel essence de mille fleurs attard du rose what are all these scents that you are scattering about the room you will suffocate me with your many sweets i have often told you of my aversion to strong perfumes the suspicious husband having observed madame 
in one of her late mystic meetings with the old steward confide a large purse of gold to his possession hastily quitted the room full of vague apprehensions and surmises and fully resolved to take an early opportunity of satisfying himself in what manner his wife was in the habit of employing the intervals of his absence from home which owing to a pending lawsuit had become of late very frequent and protracted yet he loved and respected her too much to distress her with open and direct inquiries on the subject of her visible confusion accordingly on the day following this little brusquerie he took occasion during breakfast to signify that he was engaged out on business for the whole of the day and should probably be detained until the evening of the morrow not long however after the usual hour of dinner he made his appearance the old steward opened the door what carl as i left you in the morning i find you in the evening toujours la pipe always smoking is madame at home non monsieur non no i think you are mistaken carl i am nearly positive that i saw her close the jalousie of her boudoir this moment in a white dressing-gown is she alone yes sir alone sir to be sure she is alone at least that is i will tell her you are come and i thank you i can inform her myself why no that is just if you please sir to allow me maybe she might be engaged or engaged ah uh, what with whom oh with nobody sir let me pass old man what does this mean nothing sir but if you would only now do sir only just wait a moment that i may tell my lady sir she will be so frightened you will be so angry angry yes i am angry at your unaccountable detention of me the count's brain instantly took fire imagination mastered reason yet he adopted a reasonable course in resolutely shaking the old man from his hold and striding swiftly and silently along the range of rooms that led to his adelheid's apartment in a state of considerable excitement he pushed open the boudoir door with vehemence but stood transfixed on the threshold at the spectacle that presented itself to his view his young and lovely wife was reclining listlessly in the large armchair her foot reposing on a low footstool her elbow resting on a small table at her side while her delicate hand sustained an enormous chibouk from which she was puffing clouds of fragrant incense his astonishment soon relaxed into immoderate laughter so so ma fair musulman i've caught you at last now the secret's out and the mystery like most other mysteries ends in smoke that jesuitical old carl too to conspire against me truth adelaide i don't know that i ever saw you look more graceful charming more femininely lovely nay don't pout blush and cry and throw down that most magnificent she book so disdainfully i'll buy it off you mignon will you sell it to me eh and throwing his arms around her he hid her tears of mortification in his bosom and now my sweet wife resumed the maurier as adelheid released herself from his lengthened embrace we will put away this toy if you please until we go back to berlin custom here is everything now the parisian ladies are not yet accustomed that is it is not yet the fashion here in short my love the parisian ladies don't smoke end of section five